Hello and welcome to Hang Out with the Maydays, the podcast where the Maydays like to hang out with their friends and have some fun. On the show with me this week is Heather Urquhart. Hello, Edmund. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Also on the show, John Nguyen. Also on the show, John Nguyen. <laughs> Hello, sorry. Hello, John. <laughs> Hi, John here. <laughs> he is on the show, we promise. Uh, also on the show, Jay Sukow. Uh, also on the show, Jay Suko. Hey, just following up John's bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me so anxious. Uh, and also on the show, Jewel Huck. Uh, you know what? I will not contribute to anxiety. <laughs> oh, just to say, I am not here. Goodbye. No! <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it is, uh, it, is, it is September by the time this uh, podcast gets uh gets released but we're recording all the way back in july uh because we started off this podcast with a a buffer in case we needed to in case something went wrong in case a a podcast wasn't releasable in some technical way but everything's been going really well but all i can tell you is that it it may be colder by the time september comes around however it's really hot right now it is so so warm and uh and the the world is starting to open up a little bit uh you know people are, are are having parties people are having barbecues uh, people are, are are going on adventures. Um, people have been traveling, uh, and uh, where, whereabouts have has anyone been traveling this this week? Anyone? Oh yeah, I've. Um, hello, this is John. Uh, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> feel like people should know my name. Um, I've uh, taken to traveling around the country um, and taking selfies of myself with art projects, particular like charity art projects in different parts of uh, the UK. So, nice. Yeah, what kind of art projects? Like. Uh, so uh, the weekend just gone, I went, uh, I took a three and a half hour trip from my hometown in Norwich to Derby to go and take a picture of myself with 30 different Ram statues. That is awesome, wow. John. Yeah. John, when you say the weekend's gone, do you mean the, the artist or the days of the week is gone? <laughs> the days of the week. I went- okay. <laughs> Although I would love it if the weekend was there and they were just like, right. oh, we're going now. No, no, I mean, no, we're not. <laughs> I can't confirm if whether the weekend was there or not. I don't know. Right. It might have been. The like, band, right. The Weekend. Yeah. yeah. There is a band called The Weekend, right? I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. They just played the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. okay. And also there are, there, are, there are a fabulous meme, which is uh, Daniel Craig on SNL saying, ladies and gentlemen, The Weekend. And he just looks thrilled about it. And that now oh, has, yes. become this, <laughs> has become this gif of people just relieved at The Weekend being arriving but all this is a distraction to say that's a really cool thing to do with your time john like that i've i've occasionally i've seen these things pop up on facebook uh what what gave you the idea to just travel around and start taking pictures of art uh, well um so in norwich about i think i got fingers up 13 years ago i took pictures of myself with some elephants and then uh it morphed into like i think gorillas and dragons and a few years ago i went to brighton and did some snails um <laughs> while they were there and then i discovered that they meant to be loads last year and they were delayed because of the pandemic. So they've released double the amount this year across the country. I thought, I thought I'll challenge myself. So, so far I've done octopuses in Essex and I've done um, Elmer elephants in Kent. And uh, next week I'm going to go and be doing cows in Cambridge. And in September, when it's released, I should be doing kingfishers in the Cotswolds. That's uh, that's my plan. I've got a spreadsheet, um, Edmund. I've got a spreadsheet <laughs> that tells me when I'm doing these things because I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, so many of those were alliterative. Is that a choice of yours or just happened to be that way? It just, I think it just happened to be that way because we've got T Rexes in Norwich and that does not alliterate. Alliter- no. That's not two letters the same. Now, John, is that T Rex the band or. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just... I, I've not been yet, so it could be. <laughs> John, I'd like to put you in touch with my mum because my mum is an artist and she has to see a discovered Instagram because she wrote a, an art therapy book like years and years ago. And the pandemic has given her this new lease of life where she wants to like, she now wants to like hit social media hard. So whenever I've seen her lately, um, she just takes pictures of everything so she can put it on Instagram. And it's just really funny because she never used to do that. But now we go anywhere. She's like, oh, Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I could go on Instagram. And um, it's just really funny. I want that to be the tagline for Instagram. Ooh, Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a bri- I, I don't think it's a brilliant idea. Like you know, the the slogan for McDonald's for years was just "Mmm, I'm loving it." So, ooh, Instagram, yeah. perfect. I think I think it would be great, and um, I've oh, sort of started buying into it myself because I'm like looking around at things and going, "Oh, Instagram on my mum's path." It's already so happening. A brand enters its name into the discourse. Uh, yeah, you, you sound distressed, Joel. It's uh, it, the way they, they affect us and inject themselves into our minds, just in our everyday speech. Oh, let me Google that. I'll drink a Coke and so on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just started spiraling at the thought of it. But the um, <laughs> go, go, going back to this, uh, to the to the statues, though, like I love the fact that they're all animal statues as well. It's not like you're chasing after like a specific artist, like an Anthony Gormley or, or someone like that. It's just mm-hmm. the charm of finding animals in their environment. Um, I, 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 I do very unhelpful things. I love animals generally. Uh, and often, like the way I, the way I spend my day often is sending animal gifs to my girlfriend just to try to kind of make her laugh, and she sends them back to me. Although I found one of a, um, I found one of a, of a snake being used to, uh, to, to remove rats from behind a wall in someone's house. Someone had literally just cut a square out of the wall, put the snake in, and then uh, put a bucket underneath the the square. And rats and mice just came pouring out because they were terrified of the of the snake. And part of me thought, well, that's a genius way of a pe- of pest control. And the other part of me just kind of thought, I'm, you know, it just kind of boggled my brain. But you know, when 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 you've got animals in your house, you have to try and you have to take extraordinary measures. Is is that what Godzilla is? Did someone just let Godzilla onto humanity <laughs> so we're being chased out? Exactly. Godzilla is trying to chase humans off of planet Earth. Exactly. Okay. Oh, just, good. Good work, Doug, with this um, getting rid of those pests. Nice job. Let's just load the snakes back. Where are the snakes? Where? <laughs> no, no. Where are the snakes, Doug? Oh, exactly. It's like a sort of uh, the the fly the the fly sent. No, the spider sent to follow the fly, and then getting the yeah, yeah, that whole story. But I can't remember <laughs> how it goes. My memory is completely turned kaput over the over lockdown. Um, you're the only one. You're the only one. Yes, I am. Nobody <laughs> else. Nobody else is suffering brain fog at all. We're all good. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, but yeah, as much as my brain's been setting fire to things, Heather, you've been setting fire to a whole other things. <laughs> yes. Ed, that was an unbelievable link. So, I, I so elegant. Applaud, applaud you for that link. King of segways. <laughs> 
I, I think we should just make this show a whole bunch of segues now that Ed has to do. So yes, yes. Yeah. I tried um, doing it subtly and then I just thought, ah, f- to hell with wait, it. I'm going to edit it. I loved it. it. <laughs> good. Don't good, get good, good. It. I loved it. Um, I've been setting fire to things. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> I have to say, I'm, I, I, haven't, I haven't done all of the setting fire myself. Jules, my uh, partner, who some of you know, um, has, uh, he was like, we, we've got basically a load of, a load of extra stuff in our garden, like a whole two constructed sheds that we're having to get rid of. And that they charge you a lot of money to get rid of sheds. So we're like, let's burn them and let's burn them some other stuff at the same time. <laughs> that sounds great. Like, it sounds oh, like a very it, cleansing thing. Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be like um, a nice sort of sit around a little, you know, oil drum and, you know, read stories and have a calm time. And uh I went out and Jules was just like, there was like a 12 foot flame coming up. Wow. Wow. I was like, this isn't a cozy little fire. This is actually really quite dangerous, but um, I kind of like it. Sounds quite scary. (laughs) Yeah. Now I just want to burn everything. That's the thing. (laughs) I mean, that's what the beauty is, Heather. That's the beauty is just watching things burn. Yeah. Watch watch it all burn. It is very cleansing. I think, um, what else can I burn now Uh, is what I've been thinking. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I used to, um, I, the, there was this weird ritual I had with my brother at the end of Christmas every year, because obviously at the end of Christmas you have, my whole family would go down to my parents' place in Suffolk. And obviously there's a lot of wrapping paper, a lot of boxes, a lot of all that sort of stuff. And the, one of the last things that my brother and I would do before we'd leave and go back to um, London in my case, um, is we'd have a, a bonfire and just burn the last of the, the paper, the cardboard, the um, wrapping, all of that stuff. And it's it's a strangely it's a, it's kind of how I say goodbye to Christmas. I burn it down. That's, that's kind of <laughs> wow. lovely and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, exactly. The the night Christmas evening, I take everything down. Like, and I've got two kids, and we have a Christmas morning celebration. And then that evening, it's like, all right, everything, let's get back to normal. And I love Christmas, but I don't know why I have to immediately get past that day and just take everything, put everything in the closet, take the tree down, ornaments down, everything back to normal. That's very Buddhist of you, Jay. <laughs> oh. is, it, is, it, is it weird to continue to live in a world that still thinks it's Christmas while you very much close the book on it? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it definitely has been different with kids, with young kids. It is definitely a different game. And Christmas in the States, I mean, they they put up Christmas stuff October. Like, it's or it's before the end of the month in October. So it's there for a couple months. So at that end, it's like, all right, enough, enough. This has been great. But at, by, by that point, it's two months plus of Christmas all over. Although yeah. strangely enough, they're saying there's a war on Christmas in the states. There's like there's absolutely no war on Christmas in the states. No way. There's been a furore this week in the UK because, as Ed said, it's the summer, and lots of people have been posting pictures of the fact that Pret a Manger, a very well loved, mm-hmm. treasured sandwich chain here in the UK, <laughs> has been selling their Christmas sandwiches already. What? I do. What? Wow. Yeah. I do get I that though because uh, the-, the Christmas sandwiches are delicious. <laughs> it's a special time you know you've got to honor that yeah. time you can't have christmas sandwiches in july come on 
I mean, I'll, I'll take it, man. The, like the turkey, the turkey and cranberry sandwiches that they offer. Are gen- I don't get paid a penny for saying this. Uh, they yet, are genuinely my yet. favorite. You I, don't yet. You not will. yet. Oh, if we could get sponsorship for this podcast, that'd be a whole other thing. Um, but the yeah, I genuinely, I think they might be my favorite sandwiches. Apart from their hoisin duck wrap, they're very tasty as well. Um, yeah, I'll take it absolutely. What makes a Christmas sandwich a Christmas sandwich? Because it's, it's not just is it could not just be a turkey and cranberry sandwich. Is it specifically a Christmas sandwich? It's a good That's question. the eternal question, isn't it, really? What makes what makes a Christmas anything a Christmas anything? I mean, the packaging very much says Christmas because it's got like snowflakes on the boxes and stuff like that. But um, but hey, uh, as much as we may be wedded to Christmas, we're not wedded to people un- unless we are. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and Joel, you've Solid. been to a wedding, haven't you? Solid. Um, Solid. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll take a moment just to appreciate the segue. Yes, you are right. I was recently honoured to attend the wedding of a friend. Uh, in, it, it was mid-July by then. Very, uh, very sunny, gorgeous day for a uh, a wedding, although, you know, not a gorgeous day to wear a suit, so I didn't. Uh, I went with the... Uh, you were naked? You went naked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was so naked. It was so free. No, I I, I went for the old uh, shirt and waistcoat combo. bit lighter, continues to be formal. But, you know, nice. roll the sleeves up as well to mm-hmm. convey youth and vigour. Uh, <laughs> That's a good choice. You know what else is a good choice? Those sandwiches from Pret-a-Manger. Pret-a-Manger yeah. sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> if they want to, if they want to, I'll say it. Anyway. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, this was capped at 30, as was the regulation at the time. 30 attendants, I should say, not 30 people getting married. Um, and yeah, it was just... <laughs> It was just, yeah, a really nice first uh, event of that size I attended in well over a year. And, uh, yeah, like a good bit of practice at meeting people I haven't seen in person in a while. And uh, loads of gin, loads of food, uh, loads of good times. A, a very happy couple that should be together for a while. Good for them. And, uh, yeah. Just really lovely time. And also, um, you know, as much as I do hate clothes, particularly smart clothes, it's really nice to sometimes dress smart, regard yourself in the mirror and feel, uh, I don't know, like a grown-up, like an accomplished person, or just, you know, the feeling you get from dressing in smart stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I personally, like, I, I don't get the opportunity to wear suits all that often, but when I wear a really nice suit at the right occasion, just like a wedding, I just feel like I feel like a million bucks. It's a strange what it does to it. Make, makes me stand a bit taller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, there was a, there's a swagger definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, I, I once went about to... gloves. Like when I get to wear gloves, I feel really important. I don't know why. Oh wow! Just, yeah. What kind of glove? Yeah, what kind of gloves? Well, welding, um... welding mitts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a I have a friend who who referred to them, and no word of lies. She said to him, "Oh, you've got a nice pair of murder gloves there, John." Uh... <laughs> Did I say that to you? It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling. Of... I'm feeling yeah. it might have been me. 
Yeah. It was a pair of leather, black leather gloves. Yeah, and they just I... looked like, and I was wearing nothing else that appropriate to gloves. I was wearing like a t-shirt or something. So just wear the gloves on like murder gloves could look like the reason I'd be wearing them was to hide my fingerprints. Like, like, right. <laughs> like no, a cat yeah. burglar. Yeah. You know who I thought said that to you, John? Oh, who, who Jay? Lloydie. Remember him, folks? Remember Lloydie? Oh, <laughs> miss that Lloydie. Yeah. yeah. Love Lloydie. Good dude. Shame you murdered him, John. But... <laughs> <laughs> with murder gloves. It isn't yes. murder unless it's with murder gloves. Segway that, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went to a wedding. It was great. Uh, Can we create a jingle uh, to go into this podcast, which, which goes like... Um, yeah. Uh, segway the Edway or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Well, I've got a, I've got a banger ready if you, if you're ready for it. Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. Oh, drum roll! Do you want the jingle? Okay, yeah, yeah. Give me the jingle, then I'll give okay. you a lead in. Segway the Edway. Well, hopefully the bride and groom of that wedding will be setting off like rabbits on their honeymoon. Jay, Pardon you've me, had some bride, rabbit issues bride. coming lately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I didn't know what destructive pets rabbits could be. And folks, let me tell you, uh, they can be very destructive. I didn't know they had to file their teeth constantly or they just grow like crazy. And so we just had our baseboards replaced because a rabbit caused destruction all throughout the house, gnawing on the baseboard. So they had to get replaced throughout the house yeah ah, i bet you wish you had a snake for that one no because they're your pets what am i saying <laughs> doug where's the snake doug! <laughs> but it's you know you when you have children they make requests like i will love and and take care of this animal and right there you gotta think to yourself probably not that's probably not gonna happen so you <laughs> You have to get a pet with the knowledge that you're the one that's going to be taking care of it, no matter what the kids say. Because, you know, especially if they're younger, they don't understand like the animals need constant assistance all the time. And so this rabbit was going to be kept in their cage and then slowly uh, had more freedom and more freedom. And then pretty soon it was like, there goes the baseboards. All gone. <laughs> God. Uh, that that the very thought of that kind of stresses me out. Like I'm, I, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a prior life as a property developer, and the idea of of oh. even my tenant having having to deal with that just makes my my blood pressure rise. Yeah, I mean, any anybody who says like I'm renting, I had a friend who's renting a home, and he's like, oh, they just said they got rabbits. I'm like, absolutely not. Don't you you tell them no because that rabbit gets out and it's going for anything to get its teeth on. They are. They would become rampant, rampant yeah. rabbits. Rampant rabbits. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, and, and, and John's taking photos of the statue of the rampant rabbits too. So. <laughs> yeah, they were South End. <laughs> Wait, what was that, Heather? What were you going to say? Oh, I was hesitating about whether to say it actually because it's kind of inappropriate. But let's just go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It'll segue us out if it's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, basically, you talking about people, rabbits gnawing on your baseboards, uh, led me to want to share with you that, um, you know, my baby's getting teeth at the moment, and um, I'm also breastfeeding. So oh. I always Ooh. wondered how that would work, you know, like, surely someone designed it, so it wouldn't be as 
bad as you think, but actually it is. Yeah. <laughs> like to just have a little human gnawing on your nipple. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, gentlemen on this podcast, you probably won't experience that. So that's kind of why I wanted to share it. You know, it's um, it is as bad as you'd imagine. <laughs> Unless you're into that. about my life. Sorry, Joelle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it's gotta, it's gotta hurt. I know, I know. I mean, what, what, what are you supposed to do? Does anyone have any solutions? If anyone's listening in to this podcast and you have solutions for people biting on your nipples and not in the fun way, then please um, write in to Mayday at the Maydays. <laughs> <laughs> What I love about that is that that's the actual email if you want to write it into the show. It is. It is. Oh, we should we should so do that. Like whatever whatever response we get from from that from that um, call to action should one hundred percent be the subject matter of the next podcast. Oh. Yes, yes, please. Now this conversation has been wonderful. Uh, it is very warm. My entire body is is melting and, and melding together, as is my mind, because it's time for us <laughs> to segue. <laughs> Into our final parlor game of the of this podcast, <laughs> we are going to play a game called Mind Meld. The way that this game is going to work is that two improvisers, and, and I think you have a jingle for that, right? Oh, that's true. Uh, hit the jingle. Segway the end way. Two improvisers will say the first thing on the top of their heads. After that, two more improvisers will volunteer. And the next, uh, the word that is somehow associated between those two words. Then the next two try again, and we go on and on in that repeated fashion until eventually two improvisers should say the same word. We've tried this game before on the podcast. It did not work. I cannot wait to hear how we go. Okay. <laughs> Think of a word right now. And then when you're ready, say your own name and then count off and then attempt to mind meld. John. Jewel. One, one, two, three. three. Covered. Car- <laughs> so that was carpet and what, Joel? Receipts. Carpet and receipt. J. Heather. Ed. Oh, Heather, you go. One, one two, two, three. three. Customer complaint department. E- oh, money. Ed. Uh, John. One, One, two, two, three, three. capitalism. Ah! Ooh. Okay, capitalism and refund. (laughs) What a (laughs) duo. Two. One. One. Oh, wait, I didn't say my name. Sorry. Yeah, I did that first as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot my name. It's (laughs) Heather. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Marxism. Oh, what, what did you say, Joel? Revolution. Oh, I honestly did it too. Ed. J. <laughs> One, One, two, two three. three. Russia. Communism. Ah, communism oh, in Russia. Oh, oh, oh. John. J That's again. Right. Yes. <laughs> One. One. Two, three, Soviet Union. Ah, what did you say, John? Lenin. Ah, Soviet Union and Lenin. One, Heather. Heather, 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 Heather. Okay. One, two, 
three. Stalin. Ah, oh, started in red. J. <laughs> Ed. One, two, three. Flag. Yes! I'm surprised it was that good. Much like the Pret Manger sandwiches coming back. <laughs> Pret Manger, everybody, get out there, get those sandwiches. It'll be September by the time you hear this, so that'll be an appropriate time for the Christmas sandwich. <laughs> And this is an appropriate time to say that is all the time we have left on this show. Smooth, easy end. Easy end. Smooth transition. Absolutely. Uh, But uh, there is also, all of the people you've been listening to on this podcast are improvisers and performers in their own right. And they may be doing fun things in person or on the internet that you can follow or you can even attend. Uh, So we're going to go around the horn now. I'm going to call out people's names one by one and they're going to tell you where you can find them online or what other stuff they have to plug and john what have you got coming up uh hi uh yes you can find me on facebook at uh john the improviser i'm also a member of the hoopla house team uh, michelle which does a show called hotel michelle where we bring your hotel horrible things to life <laughs> uh, marvelous and heather what is coming up with you Thanks, Ed. Um, so yeah, by the autumn, I will be uh, doing touring with Showstopper the Improvised Musical. That's showstoppertheMusical.com. But if your needs are less time specific, then um, please head over to OpenYourMouthAndSing.co.uk, and there are lots of free resources on there, um, podcasts and backing tracks and such things, all to do with musical improv, which is my fave. So please do check it out. Lovely. And how about you, Jay? What, what do you have to plug? Well, I am still doing the 10 minutes with improvised scenes. I love virtual improv, so I'm going to be doing virtual improv for the near future and beyond. Want to see where that can go? Check out uh, Today Improv and uh, also find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm teaching a series of master classes in October, November. Marvelous. Uh, and Jewel Huck, what is coming up for you? Uh, so, uh, on Thursday, September the 9th, I am teaching the Nursery My Days uh, online drop-in. Uh, so, that's a mixed ability class. It's online. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and come and play with me on that and any other stuff I might have coming up. Uh, which you should be able to find on uh, the Mayday's website. Just time for me now to say uh, you can find me on my website, edmundfarga.com. Uh, and uh, if you would like a sandwich, I can highly recommend the turkey and cranberry and stuffing sandwiches available at pret manger <laughs> Also available are rampant rabbit sex toys and <laughs> weddings. Um, <laughs> and that is about it for the Maydays this time. But you can follow the Maydays on social media using the handle at Maydays Improv for improv classes, shows, and conversation. And for anything else, go to themaydays.co.uk. And don't forget to like, share, and follow this podcast. Also, you can drop a review for this podcast on Apple or whatever your podcast provider will be, and that will help us get higher in the charts, help us with algorithms and all the rest. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, please do share your thoughts. Uh, If you did not enjoy this podcast, I apologize. Tough shit. Uh, Until then, (laughs) thanks for listening. Let's hang out again soon. We could have swore this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.